you've got a passion for the outdoors, a desire to feel the warm sun on your face, the sound of your fly line whipping through the air, the pop of the water as the fish inhales the fly you just found in the floorboard of your truck. You need to feel the cool waters on your feet, the crisp north breeze of a November morning, the sound of a turkey gobble, the December rut, the chills of an elk bugle in September. It's the longing passion to chase your obsession. This is what we share. This is what we preach. Welcome to Honey Hole Hangout. Welcome, fellas. Woo. Is it weird because you're on camera? You don't know what to say? You camera shy, Zach? Hi. Hi, Hi everybody. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Speaking of they know what we look like, you had a celebrity sighting. Oh, Let's man, just I get did. right into it. Exactly, man. It's going easier now for people to see and notice me. I know. Somebody found Zach in the wild and went up to him. Hey, are you uh, Zach from Honey Hole? Uh, Honey Hole? Yeah. No, shout out to Aiden at Bass Pro. It was cool. I was I was walking around, went to the fly shop, and then I went over to the um, the conventional side. Had a couple of lures in my hand. Not gonna, not gonna lie. Oh, is that what you were doing at Bass? We'll cover that later. But finish <laughs> your story. Yeah. And then um, Aiden came up and he was like, yeah, "Are you Zach uh, from Honey Hole?" And there was a few people around, so I felt pretty good about it. You know, like, like did they did their ears perk up and they kind of like, <coughs> exactly you know, like, they like oh, looked around. Who is this guy? Who, who is this Zach? Is there a celebrity around us? Right. So it was kind of cool. Uh, no, a nice guy. Just talk, chat a little bit about the podcast, you know, and about the the uh, Ironfly coming up and stuff like that. So nice. Cool. Yeah, he said he met us one other time at um, Trout uh, Fest, maybe. No, um, Hill Country Fly Fisher, uh, Oktoberfish. Oktoberfish. The one okay. that was at the winery a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. But it, no, it was cool. I went home immediately and told Kendall, you know, like, oh, hey, I'm a celebrity. I was spotted in the wild. So that was cool. Nice. Yeah. That must feel good. It felt, I'm not going to lie, it felt good. Now, I'm you actually, know, you had a taste of like celebrity. Right. I'm actually just walking around Bass Pro every day now for a <laughs> tap. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's your best odds? Uh, yeah. Or Orvis, I guess. Or Orvis. But, but Orvis doesn't feel as, as fancy, you know? Like, I, I mean, like, half the people already there know you. Exactly. That's the thing. They knew you before. Exactly. So there it's like, oh, hey, Zach. But if I go to Bass Pro and like some random person I don't know is like, are you Zach from Honeywell? I was like, hell yes, I'm Zach <laughs> You want to say it louder for the people in the back? You should have asked for a discount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, mm. Yes, yeah, so that's how it went. That was good. So <clears throat> we were having a really interesting conversation before we started recording. I was like, you know what? Let's just go ahead and record this. So we were th- <coughs> there's been a th- big argument going on on like online right now about what is the most difficult sport to play. Right. So, and Zach came forward and said the most difficult thing to do in sports is. Right. So not the, not the sport, but I think the most difficult thing to do would be to hit a fastball from a major league pitcher. I think that would be the hardest thing to do. Because even a, even somebody who's really, really good at doing that is only successful less than a third of the time. Okay. Like you hit it three times out of every ten you go up to the plate. That's, that's what successful. a lot of people's argument is. My counter argument to that is it happens every game. Right. Almost every game. It doesn't happen every game. But yeah. like 98 probably percent of games. Right. There's at least one hit, if not multiple hits. Right. So what do you think? 
what do you think either the difficult, most difficult sport is or the most difficult thing to do in sports or most difficult sport to play? Mm, well, like I said before, before we started recording soccer, I feel like scoring a goal in soccer, it has to be hard because nobody ever does it. Okay, it happens but twice I don't know. Messi makes it look easy. Right. And he's done five in three games. See, okay. Well, he's messy, okay? I don't know much <laughs> about soccer. The only thing I know about soccer is Lou watches soccer all the time. That's yeah. all I know. It's, and it's that fun. you have to kick the ball into the net. So. Yeah. So, I mean, okay. And <coughs> actually, as you were just bringing you don't this have up. To, you don't have to teach me. I th- we no, can I'm move not on. Gonna, I'm not going to teach you. Okay. But I'm saying, like, if you want, like, apples to oranges, like, one at bat versus a whole soccer game, I feel like it's hard to compare. I think you could, could compare a penalty shot versus – a uh, or a penalty kick versus like a at bat, you mm-hmm. know, and a penalty kick is successful eighty three percent of the time. Or what about shots on goal? Wait, percentage? wait, so that wait, might wait, be wait, more. Wait, 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 do you just memorize these percentages? <laughs> I'm a soccer coach. So yes, oh, I that's right. That. Okay, okay, I do have that. <laughs> right, we want the PK. <laughs> yeah, no. It's eighty three point six percent accurate. It, it is about yeah, it's eighty three percent. I just know that, but yeah. So it's really, really likely that if you get a penalty kick, you're gonna make it in. Okay. What about what? And it'd be easier to have the stats up. But what about a game winner three seconds left? Like to take a shot within three seconds in a basketball game for a game tying or game winning shot. Um, you think the stats? If we're just gonna go off the numbers, I would imagine it's probably lower than thirty percent. I don't know. I mean, like, you have to think of how many of those incidents happen, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like it happens every game. Somebody's going to take that, that that leap of faith. I can tell you right now, I'm not hitting a professional fastball. Well, what's a good three-point percentage? Like, it's like a 40, right? Around 40%? Low 40s. Yeah. Yep. So, you know. They say 33% is a good average, but, like, Good NBA guys are shooting high thirties, low forties. Right. I mean, like, yeah, Steph Curry. He's he's if he's taking the shot, he probably have a higher percentage. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be s- curious to see the stat difference between contested versus uncontested, because mm-hmm. um, I'm sure that plays a a major role in that stat. Um, the question I posed to you before we were recording was, if you had to tackle Derrick Henry, right. Versus, you got a thousand chances to tackle Derrick Henry versus a thousand pitches to hit a pitch. What do you think is more likely to happen? I think tackle Derrick Henry. Really? I really, really do. I do because I see tiny guys tackle big guys all the time. I see, I see big guys tackle like you know, like slow guys tackle big guys. It happens. Right? Yeah, but football. And again, we're not necessarily comparing apples to oranges, but if you're one-on-one, that's different than, like, teams, like, pushing a player to a sideline to give you, like, a better angle or opportunity to tackle him. But one-on-one scenario, you don't think you're just getting ran over a thousand times. Like, take injury out of the equation. You get, like, a thousand chances. You can't get injured to give it your best effort. Yeah. I feel like I'm getting trucked. I think I'm doing it. He's, like, 260 of straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm doing it. Not not majority of the time, but I think it's going to happen at least a few times. Okay. I think I would do it more often than I would hit 103 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, 103 is like the high end, you know, but if you're comparing this guy 
right, then you're comparing the best pitcher, mm-hmm. which is a high glee. You know. What I think golf is the hard, hardest sport. Really? At the professional level. I don't know. I mean, I know some people who shoot close to par. So you know some scratch golfers? Yeah. The difference between them and professional is insane. Yeah, 10. ten. To not, not just 10. 10 to 15. Under par. I think the courses they play, there's a huge difference in the difficulty of the courses oh, they yeah, play, yeah. too. No, I'm downplaying golf. I, I you know, I think... And I know golf is difficult, right? Like, I'm not a professional athlete, clearly. But I think if you're comparing that to other uh, like feats of strength, I would not put golf in the top three. Well, golf is not a feat. I'm not arguing that it's a feat of strength. I'm arguing that it's the most difficult sport. One thing that people you can appreciate about golf is that you don't have to be six foot three, 260 pounds to even get a chance to play it. You can go and you can work really hard and learn the technical ability. And it's a very – it's you're playing against yourself. I mean, you're really playing against other people, but you're really kind of on your own. And 15-foot putt to yeah. win a major championship, that's a lot of money. That's, that's, that's a millions-of-dollar putt. I think it's just like, you know, like – I feel like I know people who have played on the PGA Tour before, like, or have got their little card or whatever it is that say their PGA. Their PGA bro. card. Right. Like That's different than playing on the tour, but anyway, right, I'll let you continue. Right, but you know what I mean? Like, I feel like to be a professional in that sport is different than, like, to be a professional in other sports. Like, I don't know. I guess a secondhand no NBA player, but I don't know. Ooh, what secondhand NBA player do you know? Marcus Smart. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. You know, I don't, I, I, I just, I, I just, like, it's always like, oh, my brother, you know, he played on the PGA Tour a couple times, you know, it's, and it's like, never like, oh, like, he's not like the pinnacle of, like, athleticism. I don't, I don't view, the, like, those people and be like, wow, yeah. they're playing the hardest sport in the world. Again, nothing on golf. I, I, golf is hard. I suck at golf. I'm awful at golf. I'm great at driving the golf cart. I'm awful at playing golf. It just when you line them up, I would not put golf as the most difficult sport. Hmm. I'm trying to think of other super difficult sports. Curling. Field goal kicker. I, I think that's like part of a sport. It is part of a sport. Yeah, not not a difficult sport. I guess. Oh, I just said batting. You know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. You know, for a fly fishing podcast, we do talk about sports a lot. <laughs> yeah, we and like Zach, sports. And Zach just dies off on the yeah, yeah. Like, well, okay, okay. The people Zach. on the on the other side of the camera saw me like those <laughs> off a minute did. ago. I'm watching you <laughs> right past here, right past the lens of the camera. What do you want to talk about, Zach? Fly fishing. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Go do figure, it. right? <laughs> Let's do it. So, do you guys fly fish? Yeah, I don't anymore. I retired. You do? Yeah. Yeah, when did you start flying? Back? Oh <laughs> no, no, we need, we need to get we need to get back to why you were at Bass Pro. Oh yeah, yeah. Why were you at Bass Pro? I had a gift card. And what did you use your gift card on? <laughs> Steak strips. <laughs> 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 and uh, and a, a sealable Yeti coffee mug lid. Okay, and that's it. I had lures in my hand, and I talked myself out of them. <laughs> oh, you talked? Why did you talk yourself out of them? I'm curious about this because you're like. You're flirting with conventional fishing. Well, yeah, anymore. I have conventional stuff, 
But the thing <coughs> is, though, like, I only can fishnel fish, like, a couple times a year. And every time I go, I'm like, oh, it'd be cool to have a couple different lures. And then I, like, I was there, and I was like, I just left my in-laws. And when I conventional fish, most of the time it's at my in-laws because they have a few, like, ponds in their neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And it's super easy just to, like, go out there and not even think about it, you know. And um, <coughs> why don't you fly fish when you go out there? Yeah. I do. I fly fish when I go out there, so too. I don't understand why you're buying lures, then. I'm really confused. Because I like to just drink my coffee and just throw a little spinning rod out there and just, like, drink my coffee and just do this. It's super easy. You How know. do you drink your coffee and do this? Do this. <laughs> Can you show us one more time? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, no, I you have the the glasses, straws where you <laughs> sip it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a curly cue. Uh, no, uh, I don't know what it is. I think it's just it's kind of fun sometimes just to go out and throw a spinning rod. You know. Also, um, there's no rafts or anything, and it's a pretty good sized pond. And I feel like I could just really launch it out there, you know. So they're like like park ponds, yeah, type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like locally or far or no? I mean, like walk. I gotta walk to them. No, I mean like from here. Like what? Like oh what is yeah. It, what <laughs> they, I'm not asking where they're at, but like what do they look like? Are they are they empty? What do you mean empty? Like a, like are they? Do they have water in them? Oh or yeah, are they, yeah, yeah. No, they're, they're full. They're full. Yeah. Man, I feel like you could just demolish it on a fly rod out there. Oh, I do. Yeah. I've been out there and I've caught a bunch on a fly. Um. I think when we were going out, we weren't going to make it, like, a huge fishing weekend. You know, we had a ton of stuff planned. We were going to go. We went to, like, the NASA Museum and stuff. And so I just brought my little spinning rod. And I brought, like, our fly rods, too. But I only was able to fish one morning for, like, an hour. Mm, And I was like, I don't want to put my fly rod together. I'm just going to grab my spin gear and and run out there and throw a little bit. Are you still taking your Tinkar rod with you, and are you pulling that out at all? Uh, or you're not gonna admit it on the podcast? No, no, it's underneath my it's underneath my seat and my Jeep, mm-hmm. but I don't pull it out that often. Okay, yeah. didn't think so. No, I pull out my rare rod more often than the Tinkara because that rare rod is sick, and that it is d- it does the exact same thing that I actually bought the Tinkara rod for, which I yeah. bought it originally because I could throw it under my Jeep and didn't have to think about it, and it was always there ready to be fished. The rare rod does the exact same thing, except it has that reel, and I can cast it. So. That yeah. rare rod is cool. Yeah, I mean, I it, like it, it fills that need. You know, it just takes up no space. It just heads underneath my, my car, you know. Rare if you're looking to sponsor a podcast. Yeah, we're into that. Mm. If you have that's any other models you need tested. That's something we would be interested in. Yeah. We'll test them. I'll test them. Land it probably won't. Yeah, but yeah, so I had a couple no, of lures in my hand. and uh um, got to go fishing to test them. Uh, that they I don't do. want parking lot casting. <laughs> 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 I mean, it looks nice in your hand, but... Yeah, put it in the water. Yeah. You can be the model. We'll go in the backyard and lay a blue tarp out so it looks like the river. Oh, that's not bad. Ooh, either. there we go. Yeah. That yeah. I could do. Or yeah. slip and slide. We can go get the Velcro fish from Orvis. <laughs> oh. Redfish. Redfishing. Landon Rowlett's backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't I didn't buy any lures. Have you been fishing at all this past week? Mm. Either of you guys? No. I'm going on Sunday. Um, Ooh, where are you going? Uh, John and I have not decided yet, but we are going, I don't know, maybe hit a couple spots in the quad. I know it's really, really low, but. Dude, careful. It's like, it's bad. Bad, like worse than last year? Oh, yeah. This is like the worst I've seen. Say Canyon Lake is almost at its lowest level ever. Yeah, I've got pictures I can show (laughs) you. I'm not going to show them, but I'll show you. Yeah. That the river where I was fishing 
three weeks ago. Like yeah. literally, literally standing in water. It's a gravel road. Really, mm-hmm. bone dry, man, bone dry. Mm-hmm. And I went to the this past weekend. We went to the Pedernales, two different spots, and it's like, dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's rough. I don't. Yeah, and it's hot. Yeah, do your homework before you go. Because your spot might not be a spot anymore. Yeah, we'll drive out there and see. Yeah. You know, see what happens. But What about you? I just told you. <laughs> we went to the better analysis. No, that's... Well, wait, what was the question? Yeah, have you done any fishing? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, actually, one thing did happen at the better analysis that, like, heartbroke me for the day. Uh, well, besides the river being dry. I had to walk from the put-in... It's probably a mile before I finally found fish, right? I had to walk far. And the first fish I find, and I'm carp fishing, go figure. That's all I've been doing recently. The first fish I find, clear as day, is a mirror. I see it, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's right there. Like, it was beautiful, perfect. There was a couple other fish feeding around it, but that's the one that I wanted. So I'm like, like, it's tailing, it's mudding. You know, it's got its head down in the dirt uh-huh. and I cast to it and as my fly sinking a bluegill like smashes oh. my fly no. hang on hang on hang on the fish didn't spook uh-huh. okay so I like slowly strip it back cast again boom bluegill nails my fly I'm like you <laughs> uh, you got card blocked three times and the third time third cast I had three casts to this fish the bluegill hooked itself that time and spooked the carp oh, oh dude I almost geez. cried I want one of those so bad. Have you ever caught a mirror carp? No. Never cool. have. That was my first time even seeing one. And I almost cried. And I almost killed that bluegill. I almost put it on the ground and stomped on it. I was pissed. I didn't. I let like, it go. You're going to be lunch now. My yeah. f- my first carp was a mirror. Really? Yeah, I was super lucky. Dude. I And there were, there were, and I could see it, and there were two carp feeding, like, towards each other like this. Yeah. And I... Threw in the middle, and they both, like, bum-rushed it. And I was like, fingers crossed. Because I knew how hard it was to catch mm-hmm. a mirror. Like, this would be badass if this was if it was the mirror. I just, like, crossed my fingers, and luckily it was the mirror that got to it first. Dude, those stupid sunfish, man. I'm telling you. If I did, if the, if the sunfish weren't there, I would have caught it. Because that fish, like I said, I was able to put the fly <laughs> in the water, like, in the right area just three think, times. Some days you're thankful to catch sunfish. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. He, doesn't, he doesn't care about <laughs> sunfish or bass. Never. No. Like, tough day of fishing, you catch a sunfish at the end of the day, and you're like, oh, thank God. No, the way I see it, like, I don't need to catch a fish when I go out. Like, don't get me wrong. I like fishing. I bought a three-weight specifically to go chase sunfish with, right? Okay. Like, I enjoy it, but, like, okay, if I'm targeting a specific species, I would rather not catch anything than catch something else. Does that make sense? Like, if I'm going after carp... I'd rather go home empty-handed than to be like, well, at least I caught a, a sunfish. Okay. Like, it doesn't mean anything to me because that's not what, what I went for, so it doesn't matter. Let me. I disagree. I disagree, too, because what if you catch a six-pound bass instead of a carp? He doesn't care about that. It's not the same, though. Okay, what if you catch a smallmouth buffalo? Okay, well, th- I'm going to consider that. No, it's not hang the on. same fish. It's not All the same right. fish. But it's uh, not. It's the same style. No. Okay, hang it's on. Let me change this. It's because he likes the poo-poo on, on bass and panfish. <laughs> Let me go back. Let me go back. <laughs> if I'm going fishing with the intention of sight fishing something feeding on the bottom that resembles a carp, then I want to do that. I don't want a six-pound bass. Now, would it be cool to catch it? Sure. 
but I don't want a six-pound bass ruining my mirror carp experience. Now, you what see if what I'm you saying? catch the mirror carp and then you catch the bass? That's different. Okay. I would, I would be, I would be pretty happy. Would I be like stoked? Be like proud? I mean, I didn't, I okay. didn't entice that that bass to eat. It ate because it wanted to. So it's not as like proud. Do you see where I'm going with that? Yeah. Like, if let's I'm targeting bass and I catch a bass, I feel accomplished. Okay. If I'm targeting let's carp change and I fish. catch a bass, I feel like a failure. <laughs> <laughs> let's change to water body record catfish. It's not going to change. It's the oh, same no. Thing. Nah. Yeah. I'd rather catch nothing than a water body record catfish. Because I'm not going to check if it's a water body record because I don't really care about catfish. So you know what? Okay, I can I can get with you. You kind of see what I'm saying? I like mean, I love panfish and I love bass, so I hate the fact that you poop on them. But I, I think I, I do it more for hate, the controversy. I hate it's catfish. Fun. Every time somebody catches a catfish, or if I catch a catfish, literally my day gets a little bit worse. I really yes, I, I hate dealing with them. I talk. It's not that hard to deal with them. I know. I just don't like them. I talk it's trash about really bass not. and stuff, but if you called me and was like, "Hey, let's go bass fishing," I'd say, "Hell yeah, let's go." Let's go do it. Yeah, like I'm not. I I do it for the for the microphones. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but no, I, it's about targeting for me. Like I don't want to just. I don't like to go blind. That's part of the reason I don't really enjoy bass fishing. Right. I don't like blind. to go blind fish and be like, "Oh, I caught a bluegill this time. Oh, I caught a bass this time. Oh, yeah. I caught this." Like I want to go find what I'm looking for. I'm hunting it. Yeah. Casting to it and catching it. But it's That's like a little surprise every time. You know, it's like, what's it going to be? Yeah, I think I was like that in the beginning, like, <laughs> for a long time. No, 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 I'm not. Like, this is a recent, like, I just remember when I had my first beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll drink whatever I, can, whatever I can get my hands on. No, I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I'd rather catch nothing than catch what I wasn't targeting on accident. That's crazy to me. Except I, I agree with catfish, though. Dude, catfish, have you ever caught one on the fly? Yeah. Dude, all they the time. slime your line so Exactly, bad. and they destroy oh your fly every gross. single time. They try to bite your hand, and I'm like, what? Okay, well, I'm not scared of that. No, I'm not scared of it. I'm just like, I'm just trying to get my fly out. <laughs> just take the hook, just take the hook out. It's real. No, last time I had one that was Panfish like, are more dangerous. They swallow it, and you feel like you're going to kill them. I'd rather like deal with it. that often. But every time I catch a, pan, uh, a catfish, they're like, I'm trying to get my fly out, and they're like, oh, are you really not getting this fly? I'm like, that's my last pink brunch money, and I need it. <laughs> and then I pull it out anyways, and it's half ripped to shreds. I've seen like, this conversation go down, just so you guys know. Yeah. Hmm. Not good. So do you like catching catfish? It's sounds like you enjoy it's it. It's not the top. I feel I'm like not, you I'm got not offended. Going, I'm, not going out tar- <laughs> I'm not going out targeting fish, but if I was out carp fishing, and I saw a catfish and I casted the fly that I had to it and it went over and ate it now and it well, happened and I sight fished it but it wasn't what I was out there for but I sight fished it it went it ate and it ended up being a water body record so I now, would be now you're changing things I'm not I'm, changing no things. you are because a minute ago you said if you see a, if you throw to a cart but a six pound bass grabs your fly that was an accident that was a bycatch right but if you well, no, see no, no, the no. bass and cast if, I, if I'm out carp fishing and I see a six-pound bass, I'm casting the fly that then, I have on my rod. That just became your target, and you're not – it's not uh, a surprise anymore. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you're, if it's your target and you want – if you see the fish and you're like, I want to catch that fish, Okay, that's but you're, you're telling me, though, because – My catch is boring. If, if I go out and I'm carp fishing and I see a one-pound bass, I'm not casting at it. No, I am. 
I'm not. Okay. I've done it. If I'm Ricky, if, if, Ricky, I'm, if you're listening to this, he's been there when I'm okay, like, dude, if why I'm are you if casting? I'm out targeting a fish, I'm not just gonna throw my line out for every <laughs> little panfish and bass out there. But I will throw my fly at a large catfish, a large bass, and if I catch those fish, I am not disappointed or I don't feel like my day's ruined. Yeah, well that's because that's a different scenario than bycatch. But what now you what? but what it sounds like you're saying is that if you're out cart fishing, you won't even throw your fly to six pound bass. If I see a big bass, would I cast to it? Yeah, but am I like gonna be stoked at the end of the day? Probably not, because it's not what I went after. Would I intentionally cast to it? Yeah, I would. Or a mm. catfish? Or, well, probably maybe. It depends on how big the catfish is. Yeah, but that's a big. That it's a tiny catfish. I could, yeah. but like big catfish. Well, I'd what's be big? Pumped. Ten pounds or bigger. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Mm. You're like, oh, that's small, small for me. I mean, I didn't say that. No, that was what your <laughs> attitude gave. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like ten pounds. Okay, that's like it's only like this big. It's a pretty big catfish. I was going to say it's catfish. Depends on the catfish. For, like, river fishing where For carp river, are going to yeah. be. Yeah. yeah. Kendall's, Kendall's got some big catfish on the quad. I only catch the tiny ones. I just don't want to give up the fly. Yeah. Something to catch. <laughs> Dude, there was... So, there was one year that every time I went to the river, I caught a catfish on accident. Maybe that's why I am the way that I am now. It's because I was so mad. I could not, I was doing everything like I normally did, but I would only catch catfish. Maybe that's why I'm like, now it's like, if I want to catch that fish. That was Gabe fish, for like a couple I'm months. Yeah, because all he was doing was dredging the bottom. Yeah, Euro-nymphing. I don't think I've seen him do anything else on the river. But Euro-nymph? But yeah. Euro-nymph? Yeah. You're a nymph where he ties little, like, jiggy streamers and stuff and oh, just yeah, drags yeah. on the bottom. Doo, doo, doo. See, that doesn't sound that fun to me either. I was thinking about trying it for trout this year, but for, like, sunfish and stuff, I don't think so. It was fun for know. a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do it for very long. You've been tying a lot of flies lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's been, what's been going on there? How do, I don't know how to answer that question. All I know is you've been tying, like... You tied up the prettiest looking lunch money I think I've ever seen in it's my life. It's not a lunch money, but what is it? I don't know. It's not a lunch money. Oh, yeah, because it's about this big. This big chunky. Yeah, it's chunky big. guy. It's kind of like a lunch money. I mean, I could see why you would relate it to a lunch. Yeah, money. but I got like three flies in my arsenal. It's like lunch money, Frenchie, <laughs> sparkle fart, sparkle fart. You know, that's pretty much it. So. A lot of people called it a lunch money. I'm like, well, that would make any. Streamer with a rabbit tail and a dubbing head on lunch money, I guess. Because <laughs> I tied that, that purple concoction you guys helped me come up with a yeah, few yeah. months, yep. weeks ago, whatever. People were calling that a lunch money, too. And I'm like, no. Nah, that had a brush on it. It had all sorts of things on it. <laughs> yeah, it did. It had a lot on it. <laughs> no, but it was like. What do we name that thing again? Uh, uh, the Gobstopper. The Gobstopper. Yeah. That's, that's, a good that's, name. that's a really good <laughs> yeah. name. Speaking of candy. Oh. Mm. So yeah. I, I got a little. We've just been having to look at these for a bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Looking at this camera. <laughs> Show it to your screen. Yeah, but it's Show it this to the camera TV right next. Here. Yeah, here at TV. <laughs> Why did the TV come on all of a sudden? I have no that idea. That was my biggest question. And it's, and it's an awkward picture of Impractical Jokers. Here you go. Poor. Poor? Yeah, poor. <laughs> what do you catch? Here you go. Oh, that's weird. Freeze-dried Skittles. Here, a little bit of ASMR right here. 
You look good. I'm excited. We're doing ASMR. I need something to wash it down. (laughs) 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 So. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to try a couple more. I'm. That's weird. These, in my opinion, are way better than regular Skittles. Because Skittles, for me, are too chewy. Like, I like the way they taste, but they're too chewy. And for me, with this, I get the taste. And if you let it sit in your mouth, it kind of dissolves a little bit, too. So this is freeze-dried? Freeze-dried. Like, you know, like astronaut food? Yeah, right. Yeah, like that. Or like backpackers food. Where did we get these? My kid and got them for me for my anniversary. For our anniversary. Because I asked for them. Because oh, I've so been seeing them like online, and I was like, I actually want to really try those. That's what I want. I want you to get me some freeze-dried Skittles. This isn't something we can go to, like, I took way too many. Something sure. we can go to, like, H-E-B and get or something. No, but if you go to, uh, like, <laughs> farmer's markets, like, people who are selling this stuff are popping up. Mm, yeah. Okay. I think those were ordered on Amazon. Mm. What? Mm-hmm. Dang. Yeah. So... These versus regular Skittles, what do you guys think? I personally like them better. It's I mean, weird. I don't want there to be a world where only one exists. Hmm. It's just, yeah, it's weird. I'd be okay with that, but... You think it's weird? Like, you're not a fan? Uh, I didn't say it. I mean, I, it's not that I don't like it. It's just odd. Like, it tastes like a Skittle, but it feels like I'm chewing up coffee beans. Like, it's, it's like, hard, but not hard at the same time. It mm-hmm. feels like I should put this in a bowl for real. Yeah. Ooh, now we're on to something. Yeah, you're right. Like a cocoa puff or something. That's <laughs> what it feels like you're eating, but yeah. it tastes like Skittles. Yeah. Like if like if Fruit Loops were good, that's what they would taste like. What? <laughs> Fruit Loops are great. No, they're not. I'm I'm with you on the Fruit Loops thing. What's wrong with Dude, you? Dude, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Cinnamon all the Toast way. Crunch, Golden Grams. Yeah. Okay, keep Golden going. Grams, okay. Did you did you ever try the limited edition uh spicy cinnamon toast crunch no where it tastes like like hot tamales like the fireball candies mm-hmm. what yeah it was really it was odd don't they have a tr- they have <laughs> don't a don't try it they have no. a trace leches cinnamon toast crunch mm-hmm. out right now i saw that i tried to get lou to buy him she said no also right now they made this thing called minis where they took like cinnamon toast crunch tricks <coughs> and reese's puffs and they made them tiny little spheres and it's the best. So they're like up to the choking hazard. So it's like kind of like it's kind of like Rice you're less, Krispies. You're now. less likely to choke on something smaller, right? I feel like I feel <laughs> Is like this the argument we're having I feel right like now. Toys with small parts, <laughs> like I don't. You don't see big toys come with choking hazards on the box. Little toys, right? Right. But am I more like, like Legos? Am I more likely to choke on like a like a two by six brick or by like the butt end of a lightsaber? Lego. The butt end of the lightsaber. No, the two by six brick for sure. You can't get that down your throat. No, if it does get stuck in your throat, it gets stuck. The lightsaber. What if the lightsaber is sideways and it's like this? It's so tiny. It's so tiny. Yeah. Have you seen the little? Yeah, hands? I'll bring one next week. Okay. We'll <laughs> <see>. <laughs> That's when you eat pop rocks. Exactly. It's yeah. a new game. Can you swallow? <laughs> I don't want to play that game. <laughs> you guys can play that game. I'm out. I'll watch. No, I won't. I won't watch. (laughs) 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 That was weird. (laughs) 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 That was good. (laughs) I don't know, 
about this camera thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> now people know what we look like. We're making horrible jokes. Yeah, but they're great. <laughs> nah, that's true. Just think you could have a celebrity moment. Exactly. Like I feel Zach like I'm now. watching like what it. I say more. Why? Why would I be watching what I'm saying more on camera than if we were just recording? Like in a good way or bad way? You know, well, depends on who you're asking. <laughs> 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 like I'm not. I don't know. I don't know why. So you do like it or you don't like it? Or is it because no, you're I, looking I at my screen here and you can, like, see yourself, whereas Zach over there, he you, can't you see what's your, going on? You need your own tripod set up. I don't know. This like, is nice. I kind of like this because I'm looking at you guys, but also, like, the lens is right there, so it's kind of getting me, you know. Yeah. It's just the way to yeah, go. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should have done what he did and put the tri- our tripod, like, there. So it's like we're looking at. I mean, I've been looking at the camera and talking I know periodically. You're, you're doing a good job. I'm like, yeah. you're, telling, it's tell, you're telling the story. Yeah. See, I feel like the awkward guy in the middle that I'm, I have to be, because you, you can look at both of us. You can look this direction, but I have to do this during the conversation. See, the funny thing is that this is how it always is, where Landon's in the middle looking at both of us, but yeah. it's never been filmed, so we've never really noticed that. No. It's an issue. That's the problem. We need to make a triangle, you know. A triad is a strongest shape. I mean, technically, so we've, maybe, we've got maybe. an obtuse triangle right here. <laughs> That's true. We uh, three, yeah, three corners are always a triangle. Right. Yeah. And this obtuse angle. Yeah. What's the other one? Isosceles. Isosceles, where two sides are the same. Equilateral. That's what we need. Equilaterals, where all three sides are the same. Yeah. So we need an equilateral triangle, where you're there yep. and you're there, and we're all just boom, 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 boom. You know, that's the back and forth. It. And then we straddle the camera. And while we're playing the swallow game, we're getting a little <laughs> bit closer to Illuminati. So, <laughs> so what else have you been tying? Um, what? what else have you been tying? Oh. You said you tied a lunch money esque thing. Oh yeah, kind of not really, but you've been tying a lot of carp flies. It's not a lunch money esque thing. It's a zonker with a dubbing head. Lunch money's, you know, they were kind of... Is it a laser dub head? Yeah. A lunch money-ass thing would... Okay. Um, yeah, those... It's got wings. What, what else fun. would you call it? If it's not a lunch money-esque... I don't know. I didn't call it a lunch. I just... Lunch money-ish. Oh, yeah. so, okay, so it's got it's got a zonker tail. Right. It's got a dubbing body. I'm not going to I'm not gonna explain how I tied it. You got a double dubbing It's still head. a secret. But you're going to post a video on it. Shortly. Not not anytime soon. Oh, really? I thought yeah. you were going to do a little video for that one. Not that one. Yeah. No, I'm going to ride that a little bit longer. Okay. Before I... <laughs> before I, mm. I mean, people have already replicated. Like, it's not like I invented this fly or anything. No. It's just... Yeah. It's unique. Yeah. But you've been tying a lot of carp flies. Mm-hmm. And you've come up with maybe something of your own there mm-hmm. that I'm I not, saw. I'm not doing a video on that yet either. I don't blame you. <laughs> Which one is the carp? Have you caught a carp on it yet? Not yet. The I've, uh, I've the, the, the bush the goblin. Bush goblin. Yeah. yeah. Do some no. product testing. Have you been fishing it? Uh, kind of. I fished it once, and I was in a area I should not have been. Basically, mm-hmm. should not have been casting to a fish. I should say, and I lost it. Like, on the retrieve, like, there was a fish feeding, and when I was bringing it back, like, I'm, like, casting over a tree, mm-hmm. like, the tree's in front of me, but I can see a fish through the branches, so I'm like, okay, I think I can do this. 
and I lost it in the tree. I mean, I say tree is like a shrub. Like, right, but, but <clears throat> it went bye-bye. Yeah. So let me ask you this, Zach. As a big-time fly tire. Ah, come on. Come on. As a big-time fly tire, how much product testing do you think needs to go into a fly before someone markets that fly? Uh, because I know, and let me let me tell you where I'm coming from. I know some fly tires; they have no interest in testing flies. They just like creating new flies, well, it, and they like kind of like they give like giving them to other people to try, but they don't really put a bunch of testing into it. But then there's other fly tires that like they'll come up with a fly, then they'll go fish it for like weeks, and then they'll be like, okay, I don't like this about it, so I'm gonna tweak it so it, it sinks this way or does this. It depends on the tire for one. I know, but, but I'm asking you as oh, the tire. I'm just saying it depends on the tire, like who tied it and how much do they actually know about flies, mm-hmm. right? Uh, do they fish th- flies ever? Like, do they know how to keel a fly properly? Do they know how to... I don't even know what that means. It, like, where it upright, like it writes oh, itself? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it stays, swims up and down, or right side up, basically. I didn't know that had a word. It's called a keel. Yeah, mm. you keel the, f- the fly that way. Mm. And that's why, like, there's... T- anyways, do they know... For a hundred percent guarantee that their fly is going to swim correctly, for one. For two, it depends on on the fish that they're going after. Like a bass, you can tie it all sorts of crazy things, and a bass will eat it. No offense. A bass. No, that's <laughs> you no. Know, the way I do like, my product testing is I tie a fly. I go out, I catch a panfish or a bass, and I tell everybody it can catch anything. <laughs> that's the way to. That's how. So much that's your it. product testing. Yeah, yeah that's as no, far okay. as you go. Yeah. So like this bush goblin thing that I came came up with, right, uh-huh. which personally, the only other thing out there similar to it is Chase's articulated carp fly, mm-hmm. which is why I ended up tying this thing, and I'm, I'm like, hesitant to even call it my own fly because it's, it's very similar. It's on a single hook, but I know, I'm confident that it'll work because it's, it's similar to Chase's fly, and it Looks like a carp fly. Like it depends on how many, how much, mu- how much. I don't know. It's it's tough to say. Mm-hmm. Like there's certain there's certain tires. If they told me they came up with this fly but they haven't tested it but they know they'll work, I won't believe them for a second. Because it, no, what are you talking no. about I ca- I catch fish off my fly. He flies. takes his flies fishing though. Okay, I okay. do. Yeah, I only target fish that I'm like I could probably wave a piece of bread in front of you and you <laughs> eat it. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, you know. It still works. Yeah. Uh, it depends. Some flies need testing. Like if you're okay, let's say you're going for, and this is all opinion, obviously, but like permit. That in flies, my that has to be tested. In my head, I was thinking, permit flies yeah. need to be tested. Yeah, but if you look, for example, look at a carp fly, right? How much testing does it really need? Like if you if you can make sure that your fly writes itself in the water, and looks like a bug. Doesn't have to look like a real bug. It could yeah. be an alien bug. As long as it looks buggy, you're gonna get fish yeah. on it. Dude. Yeah, and it's the right color too. You can't like don't do crazy colors. No. Olive, if right? Well, not necessarily <laughs> olive, but like if you're fishing water with a carp, turn their nose like and, and turn away from chartreuse. Don't don't tie it in chartreuse. Mm-hmm. You know, but like you could tie it orange and black, olive brown, whatever. If the water's clear and like the carp react well to those colors, you can tie anything that looks buggy, and you'll probably get an eat on it. Yeah. Just depends on the species and the person tying the fly. Mm-hmm. Streamers are a little different. I wouldn't take if somebody hasn't at least swam their streamer. 
Does and they the don't action. know what they're doing. Not the action necessarily, but does it keel? Keeling is very yeah. important. That's that word we learned. Yeah. Word of the day. Mm-hmm. If the streamer doesn't keel and it twists, like corkscrews or whatever, yeah. which is very common yeah. for somebody who doesn't quite understand the, the concept. Well, sometimes you um, can buy a fly that's a tried and true pattern. Yeah, actually. you get one that will just kind of... Yes. Actually, I weird. bought lunch monies from Orvis yeah. when you were there that it, they weren't tied by Matt. They were tied by uh, Umqua. Umqua. And they were really bad. You know they did not keel. That's exactly what I was thinking of when I said that because mm-hmm. I've had the exact same. Uh, yeah, you had to strip them like stupidly slow yep. to get them to stay upright. Yep. The uh, I and it, to me those ones were always tied with too much dubbing, laser dub on the head. Yeah, I mean, it, um, I don't know if it was too much dubbing because to get it, well, it had to be too much dubbing on the belly to get it to corkscrew like that. Yeah, because I mean weighted. the zonker strip. The zonker strip. Or, yeah, the zonker strip. The eyes, time on the right side of the hook, there's not much else you can do. The only other factor that you can really, that would really make that big of a difference is how you do the laser dubbing. And the laser dubbing was definitely not up to Matt's standards of tying a lunch money. Well, as long, so like Zach, for example, if you're tying a lunch money, ideally you want more material on the top half of the fly than the bottom half. But you went on the bottom right you want side. All the I hate this word buoyancy, buoyant, buoyancy, uh-huh. buoyancy. Is buoyant, that what you say? Buoyancy. Yeah. yeah, you want that to be higher on the fly. So like as when it, I'm tying, it's in the water. Well, yeah, you want it to be on the top of the fly. So like, so like if your fish, if your bait fish fly is this way, you want on you want the top half above the hook to have, or on the top side of the hook to have more material than the bottom. Doesn't have to be a lot more. Just has to be enough to make that fly spin. Because the the laser dub has a tiny bit of buoyancy to it, and so mm-hmm. you want more of it, not on the belly, but on like the the back, essentially mm-hmm. of and the fly. And it'll help if the fly lands sideways. It'll mm-hmm. help ride it. You know, I've never thought about that. I always mm-hmm. kind of match them. Nope. I mean, matching will do the trick too. But right, if you you're at the you just got to be careful. Yeah, yeah, it just depends on the fly. No, but I've noticed that it is it's you know it's yeah. it's trickier to get that ride perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I've actually got, so, I've got some big jack flies. Jack Creval flies are big streamers, like this big. And I've got these massive, they're called aluminum sea eyes. And it's like big aluminum dumbbells, but they're big enough for you to to glue, like, 3D eyes on. Mm -hmm. And those are on the top side of the hook. And it still rides hooked down. So, the eyes are on top. It's because of the material. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. those aluminum ones, aren't they don't add a ton of weight. Uh, No, not really, but... You would think that it would they would add yeah, a little at least, bit of weight. At least yeah. enough to flip it. But yeah. also, if you're using a big jack fly, you're using a big hook, you also have the bend of the hook is yeah, a lot of weight there, of too. Things, yeah. yeah. There's a lot to that goes. That's why I say somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, like tying a fly, if they don't know stuff like that, then you're. it could work. Might not. You know, there's kind of a risk there. Yeah. But. All right. We're going to come. We're going to bring our game show back. Zach, close your eyes. No, I'm not putting them on the screen. I'll close them. <laughs> so, this <laughs> this week's category is, in in honor of the Iron Fly coming up, we are going to rank these flies in order from easiest to hardest. To tie. To tie on a vice. I waited to teach you about the keel thing. (laughs) 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 We'll rank them (laughs) 
Yeah, easiest to hardest. <laughs> so number five is going to be the hardest fly. Okay. And number one is going to be the easiest fly. Okay. Do you guys understand the rules? Yeah, I think so. I think so. For now, you understand the rules. Yeah, I mean, yeah, give me a minute. Change. I don't like that for now thing. That for that now. indicates you're going to change them. No, no. What's going to happen is I'm going to mention two flies. You're going to be like, I didn't think about that being an option. And then <laughs> you you didn't explain you didn't explain the rules very well. <laughs> that's true. That's happened both times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not just me. No, it happens to both of us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure you looked at me a lot. Yeah. What you were well, saying that. You know what? If I have more than one student, tell me there's an issue. You know who really had the issue? The teacher. Hmm. Our teacher sucks, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't even fish. Num- <laughs> <laughs> Number one is the easiest. Okay. Number five is the hardest. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. The first fly is a parachute atoms. Oof. Uh, so five is the hardest? Yep. Oh, good. Hey, good. Thank you for bringing that back up. I, <laughs> <went the> other <laughs> I told you before. <laughs> All right. I'm going to put the parachute atoms at a... Th- a, a solid three. Oh, you know what? That way you're good either way. You know, well, so we the forget. parachute atoms, like, it's it's like a midge with a parachute on it. It's not – I've kind of tied them before. They're not that hard. No. Like, they're easier to make good or look good than, like, a royal wolf. The hardest thing, though, is putting that little – the spin around uh, see, the post. It's If you know tricks, it's not that hard. Though. I don't know the tricks, so it is hard. I'll teach you. Okay. I'll see you at four. I'll teach you the tricks. So you're going to four. Okay. Yeah. Is, is, is three the right answer? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I literally don't even know what fly I'm going to pick next. Oh, oh, man. This game is broken. Well, you're sitting next. It's, it's you're like sitting, we're playing you want, you want I'm to not cheat? looking at the computer. I'm looking you away. Wanna, you want to cheat? No. no. Get a, get a How can you cheat in a game with no real rules? <laughs> and no I gave you the rules. <laughs> you don't even know what we're doing. I do know what we're doing. What's the next fly? What is it? We are going to do... You're making it up as we go. I am. I fucking knew it. Man. I am. <laughs> That's Wait, not a problem. Do we get to put like a little star over my face when I said <laughs> that? So they can't see what I'm saying? <laughs> oh. That's what I'm talking about. Say <laughs> Next fly is going to be a spun deer hair popper. Five. Oh. Five all the way. Yeah, I'll go five. I'll match that I've tried that, and my hair spins every single time. Like, when I'm after I've it. tied the fly and trimmed it and everything, like, I touch it, and it, like, spins. Yeah, no. It's I've like watched you do it's it. It's like it's wound up by a rubber band. But a popper, though, is different than a, than a sex dungeon. Sex dungeons are easy to tie. Like, when there's something holding the hair in place, uh-huh. like the, the eyes, popper. Not so much. It's five, dude. For me, it's the trimming. Like, I can never trim it. I feel like trim I can it trim it, well. it pretty well. If, yeah. if somebody just gave me, like, a big hook with a whole bunch of deer hair going everywhere, I feel like I could trim it into a shape. I yeah. keep trimming and trimming, and then eventually I'm just down to the <laughs> down to the hook. So <laughs> it sounds like you just need to get better at trimming. I, uh, you definitely need to get better at trimming. There's no doubt about that. Just buy that. a fern, dude. Just buy a fern. And test it on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a couple cats running around. Oh. <laughs> hey, I've been wanting to use their belly hair as dubbing. Dude. Well, what way? My mom has a Pomeranian. Have I talked about this on the podcast before? No. She's a brown Pomeranian with black, like, highlights. Is uh-huh. that highlights when I it's black? Know. Anyway, her tail no lights. hairs, like, at the end of the tail are, like, this long, uh-huh. and they're black and brown, dude. Oh, my God. You know how many times I've almost trimmed them off just to tie something with them? Like, they're they're beautiful. I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. Anyway, what did you um, rate, the, rate the popper? I said five. Okay, five. Yeah. All right, go on. I gotta think of the next fly. Well, then again, if somebody if somebody 
gave me the fly with the hair already attached. Well, yeah, that's different, though. Then you're not the tying one. it. Then it's an Archie Crafts project. It's, it's, it's fly tying, not fly trimming. Yeah, exactly. Hardest to tie. Yep. Five. Damn, you wasted Let's your two spots already. I know. <laughs> 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 I got to justify it. I'll justify it why it's a three, two, or one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Game changer. Takes a lot of time, but I'm gonna yeah, go. With, I'm gonna go with the two. That's yeah. Two sounds about right. Yeah, <coughs> it has more time that I'm willing to commit. Yeah, but the actual technique and, and stuff is just—it's a basic it's, technique. Yeah, it's more effort too. Yeah, it's not necessarily hard effort, but it's just like now. Am I making my own brushes or did I buy them? Whatever that, that changes it a little bit. End result. Yeah. I'm looking for the end result. I'm buying my. I'm buying my, my brushes, mm-hmm. and it's a two. Yeah, two's, two's fair. I think most people use some kind of brush that they have bought. Yeah. Whether it's the uh, game changer material itself, the but that no one really the uses chocolates the chocolates. Yeah. yeah, that stuff is like a like a yeah. sponge. Mop. Yeah, yeah. It's horrible. Really? Mm-hmm. Or whether it's some kind of like, you know, I mean, Chase is the only guy I know that's making his own brushes for a game changer. So yeah. that's putting a lot of work in, but that's also above He's and beyond. He's also sorry, Blaine, but Chase has probably got the well, no, there's there's a couple other guys that have some really cool feather game changers. I can't think. Panther Branch Bugs, I think, is the one of the guys mm-hmm. that does. There's a bunch of cool game changers out there, but Chase kind of pioneered the, the boutique game changer game. The boutique. Okay. Next fly is going to be a lantelope. Which one is that one? Yeah, I don't know it either. You guys don't know what a lantelope is? No, I'll right. just show me. My fish. And my phone's over there, so I can't. Here, can't I'll pull it up. it up. So I have five, four, and two taken. So it's either a one or a three. And Lan- oh. Lan- Lan- That's really a lantelope. S- yeah. Lanny can really screw me. Sorry, Mr. Is Mr. Jim Gray, right? That's the guy that came mm-hmm. up with that? Yeah. Sorry, Mr. Gray, but that's, that's not a that difficult. Oh. That's a pretty easy fly. Um, I mean, I'm not downplaying the innovation there, but. Right. It's not that difficult. It's easy, but it's not my one. It's not a one though. But it's not a. F- it, it get, I it's two. It's like two steps, spinning the deer hair and then trimming, and then you. And, and you on. don't really have to worry about it going in a certain direction, not because you're literally just getting the hair. Yeah, and on then it. you're gonna compress everything with the with hair, well, and then and you then just then trim you according to the head. Yeah, you just they're easy to trim because you have the popper head, so you just follow yeah. the line of the popper head. Yeah, it's like it's like uh uh like a coloring book. <laughs> like what Landon uses. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, Stay I'll, in the lines. I'll put it at a one. Yeah, they're pretty It's simple. Yeah. Not, it's I mean, okay, somebody who's never tied before would probably have a really hard time with it. But if you mess with deer hair at all, it's easy. Okay. Where are you putting it? One. So Watch, now he's going to say real good or like last time. Right. So I have, like a, I have a three left and you have a four left, right? Yeah. He could just really screw up. I could just screw y'all. He could I just say like uh, zebra midge. That's why this. That's why this game is like. You needed to have from your the beginning. list. This isn't a real game. No, but here's the thing. That's my strategy every time I play this game. I set it up in a way to intentionally screw you guys. See, <laughs> see, this is where the rules because need I to be no, no, no. The the deal is that you guys don't know what's coming next. So that's what makes this fun. No, I know, but you need to have your set five written down somewhere before we need you get there. We need to get a non-listener, somebody who has no idea what Honey Hole is about, 
We need them to make up the rules for the swallow game. <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to do this. <laughs> I don't want to see Landon's rules for the swallow game. Some no, I don't. Some people sent in, like, categories like this. Yeah. This was actually a category that a listener sent in, but they didn't submit the flies. Submit uh. flies next time. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. if you guys so this guy submit a list. I'm not cheating. Yeah. You're cheating. Like, five to ten flies. Yeah. That way Landon can maybe have some fun picking out his out. No, just pick. If you want it to be five, pick five. But it five flies that we would be, know. It doesn't even have to be five. It could be three. We can rank it in three if yeah. you don't know five flies. That's like, true. Yeah. It doesn't have to be five. It no. could be any number. Exactly. You can give us 103, and we'll rank them one to 103. Oh, yeah. That could, that could be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the last fly <laughs> is... <laughs> Random spots. A redfish crack. Okay, I don't even know like the proper way to tie that because I tie them. Yeah, like show me a picture so I can. Okay, I tie them with Zach Flair. I actually thought of that one earlier, but I didn't want to pull it out yet. But Are I was gonna do something like stupid, like a zebra midge, actually for the last one. But then you called it out, so I was like, I can't do that <laughs> anymore. <laughs> yeah, nice. You know, I feel like a redfish crack at at three feels appropriate. Four does not feel appropriate. That's a red. Not. That's a redfish crack. I know what a redfish crack oh, okay. is, but I'm saying like I tie crack. them. Yeah, four does not feel appropriate for that one. I added a few steps to mine, so I don't even know really the original recipe to it anymore. A three feels appropriate for it though. Yeah, yeah. I really? feel like yeah. That? Yeah. I mean, like honestly, in hindsight, obviously the brunch money in that would probably be flopped. Yeah, would be flipped. You know, that would be two, and brunch money would be three. I don't think we had. We the didn't have the brunch money. money. Not brunch money. Um, Parachute Adams. No, the game changer. Game changer. Yeah, that Big would be difference. three. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> See, okay. Again, game changer. Or no, sorry. Lunch money, Frenchie, <laughs> Popper, and Sparkle Fart. <laughs> okay. What do you think the so Harris went Lanelope, game changer, Parachute Adams, Redfish Crack. Deer hair popper. The redfish crack was by default. It would have been in the number number three or number two spot. Okay, and then Zach. But the whole point of the game is that you don't know that it's coming. Right. (laughs) Zach. The rules of the game. Lanalope, game changer, redfish crack, parachute Adams, deer hair popper. Now, what do you guys think if you were to agree on the list? What do you think the actual ranking would be? Honest with you, I'm gonna need you to repeat that. My mind was just like. So, okay, okay. <laughs> if you guys had to agree on the list, well, what we is both the already agreed? Do you think the landelope should still be number one? Mm, yeah. Okay. I think so. Number two, I think redfish. Material. I think redfish crack at number two. Yeah, I agree. And then the game changer. Yep. And then parachute Adams. Then par- well, What would be? What was the other one? Uh, the deer hair popper. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel confident with yeah. that list. Yep. So y'all are doing the landelope at one. Dude, yep. I have an idea. Next time we play this game, what if we just like have a piece of paper and you call the flies out and we write it and then compare? Oh, Ooh. that's I like that. Yeah, and then we can argue about it while you. Also, sit there if it makes you guys feel better, I could have the whole list and I could put it in a hat so it's randomly drawn. Oh, okay, yeah, I like that. But idea. I don't like losing that power that I have to totally <laughs> screw you guys over. <laughs> Dude, I thought of a game. Okay. I thought of a game. What's your game? That's good. I hope you guys are ready for this. This is epic. This right. is like, this okay. might top the Iron Fly. This okay. might be an event at the Iron Fly if you guys. All right. Well, so. Cornhole already exists. So, huh? Cornhole already exists. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So we, we get a list of flies. Okay. Okay. Write them down. Individual little pieces of paper. Put them in a hat. 
And for example, let's say if you're running this, Zach and I have a vice or a vice, and you pull a fly. And let's say the first one's lunch money. We start tying a lunch money, okay, to the best of our ability. And we have 10 seconds, 15 seconds, then you draw another fly. Uh, and this one's parachute atoms. You have to start incorporating the sec- the next fly's name into the fly you're already tying. So it could be like lunch money. Then you call parachute atoms. It's like, shit, what do I do to make it start adding like parachute atoms stuff? Like, you see what I'm saying? Uh, and we just create Frankenstein. That'd be I like that. Ooh. That's a, that's a, yeah. I could jam with that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Sounds, that sounds fun. Sounds interesting, right? Yeah. I like it's going to be a hodgepodge, that's for sure. Right? Yeah, but it depends on, like, because he's creative as hell when he's coming up with these weird things. <laughs> I'm just mixing, so, mixing things together. So it's like, yeah. So it's like you could be like wrapping your zonker, and then you call parachute atoms. Like, well, now I gotta add grizzly hackle to this somehow. <laughs> <laughs> you see, like it yeah. doesn't have to be. You see, I don't know. I think it could yeah. be cool. I like that idea. I That's might. I might start practicing. Or like we could do. Like I'm a, winning that. On a side note, we could also do like a scavenger hunt. Like you have to like. <laughs> and know. we could play hide and seek when we're done <laughs> doing the fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking like of a scavenger hunt, <laughs> did Grant get his game changer back from you? No. No, I you still have I it? I still have it. What's the ransom yeah. at now? A couple thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Appropriate. He finally messaged me. He's like, dude, I really want this fly for a trip yeah, I have coming I up. Know. And I was like, he's like, where is it? And I was like, all right, yeah. Zach Harris has it. He messaged it. me asking about it. I was like, oh, I guess Landon told him. <laughs> uh, I tried to get it back to him, but he was like, ah, oh, you know what? Forget it. I'm just going to go. And that was the trip. They ended up destroying the carp in Buffalo. Oh, oh So yeah. he didn't even need the game yeah. changer. Yeah. And I was going to bring it to you guys on Sunday, like when I was going to meet up with you. But when yeah. he told me where y'all were at, were at, I was like, nah, dude, y'all do your thing. I'm not going there. There's yeah, like, we and, and, and everybody I'd, in New Braunfels swims there at the same time on Sundays. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't end up going fishing. It was just, it ended up being kind of hot. And yeah. it, everywhere was busy. Like everywhere that was close by that we could do a wade is like everybody's out fishing or swimming. So yeah. it just ended up kind of being a thing. But we got a lot of good ironfly work done. Yeah. Ironfly, so, huh? Yeah, let's talk about Ironfly. I heard Ditch Fish and Flies is going to be a judge. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about our judge panel that we Ooh, have. Who's going to be? Chris Kowaleski? Kowaleski? Yeah. Kowaleski? Ditch Fishing Flies? Ditch Fishing Flies. It's a judge. He's going to be a judge. Uh-huh. We have Why Chris are you telling me? Johnson. Because I'm talking to you. <laughs> are you, do you, are you I already know all of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. We I make sure we have a two hour conversation on the phone at least twice a week about yeah. it. Chris it's, Johnson. It's inevitable. It always happens. <laughs> Chris Johnson is going to be a judge. Uh huh. Yeah, judge number two. And Kevin Hutchison is going to be judge number three. Mm. Nice. So all of that's confirmed, and uh, we solicited some potential sponsors in New Braunfels. Yeah. So while we were out and about, I think Green's going to definitely do something, and maybe some other local businesses there are going to donate something to help out. So. Oh, one more thing. I don't know if I – you know. I don't know if you know. Not only is uh, Ditch Fishing going to be a judge, I think he's donating some flies to the raffle slash auction. That's what you told me. That's what I told you, yeah. I was telling Zach. Though. Yeah. So – you, didn't no, I know. you were looking at me, but it's okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff in between me and him. It's weird. It's just easy to it's look weird. at him when you're talking to me. Yeah. Sometimes That's why like we, need the, we need the triangle. Like, <laughs> that way you, like, exactly. have to look at you the person you're, the person talking, you're talking, talking to. Sometimes I feel like I'm looking at him too much, though. Like, it's and it just true. gets kind of weird. We make a lot of eye contact. <laughs> 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 it's weird. 
But you know, again, this this lens is like right here, so it's like boom, boom, boom. Yeah. You know, it's kind of nice. Wow. So how often do you actually look at me? Because it feels like you were looking at me just now when you were looking at the camera. Like now I'm the creep. <laughs> right now, am I looking at you or am I looking at the camera? I can't tell. Look at the camera. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at Landon. I'm looking at the sun. It's it's nine <laughs> o'clock, bro. There's no sun outside. No, there's a sun mirror over there. No. There's yeah. a flower. Uh, it could go either way. Either way. What else about the iron fly? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's coming along. Yeah. I feel like. What do you? Eight I weeks think out. No, no, ten weeks out. Yeah, I think the big dilemma right now. Let me fill you guys in on the grand prize. I think we're gonna do either two or three categories, like a beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Oh, okay. I vote two. I'm kind of thinking two, but I need to talk with Chris about it. See, I thought we were going to do, like, most creative, most likely to catch a fish, most likely to... Right, but there's different levels of experience. Oh, so we're going to do a three, in, or, like, we're going to do, like, different levels in each no. experience level? We're going to do experience level only, and then Chris is going to set it up like he does when he's done Iron Flies at his shop before, which you get, like, it's judged on, like, these different things. So you'll get points in, like, different categories. Oh, okay. And they're, like, you're looking for, like, a total points tally kind gotcha, of situation. Gotcha. And then those are, like, the ugliest of, the, of them all, of the bunch? Uh, I don't know. It's like still in development. The, the worst fly? The worst fly. With effort? Because, I mean, like, if you just turn in a hook. I'm, nah. The worst fly with effort. I don't think we want to be mean. The worst fly with effort? Sounds horrible, <laughs> dude. Why the hell would anybody want that? <laughs> What's wrong with you, man? I, I was thinking, Look, like, I don't want to be You guys tried mean. so hard on this fly, and it looks like <laughs> shit. You win. Here's a prize. <laughs> you, win. you win for sucking as much as you do. <laughs> God. <laughs> you don't think they would already know? No. No, I don't. You know how many guys I've seen tie flies and they're proud of them? <laughs> and they don't look great at all. No, not you. Other people. I'm not going to say names. Because no, I'm names. not an asshole <laughs> like some people are. <laughs> Go on. I, dude, I, I forgot what I was talking about, dude. Oh, okay, so we're going to do, like, yeah, the, categories. Uh -huh. Beginner, advanced, something along those lines. <laughs> Maybe a third. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. But with each category, we need to have a grand prize. Okay. So let me tell you, the one option that we were all kind of hoping for did not pan out. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to mention that on the podcast. Yep. But the other two options are WWE belt, Iron Fly champion, or belt buckle. Okay. Texas Western style belt buckle. Now, I reached out to a belt buckle company, and they seemed very interested in working with us. Okay. And I also reached out to the WWE belt people, and they were, like, ordered on the website. Ah. Kind of. And the belt buckle uh, lady that I've been emailing with says that she can take the Ironfly logo that you made uh -huh. and do that on a belt buckle. Oh, that'd be cool. So I'm kind of leaning towards a belt buckle. Yeah, I like that idea. But I wanted to see where you guys were sitting before I kind of I mean, what is a forward. belt buckle but just like a WWE belt for the South? Yeah. 
Plus, if people don't want to wear it, there's, like, belt buckle displays yeah, and stuff. Like, you can, like, put it in your office or something like that. It's a thing to receive a belt buckle yeah. as an award. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think it depends on the person. But I'm asking you, and you're a person. <laughs> I personally, personally. Or the WWE belt. Would want nothing to, like, I wouldn't want a belt buckle. Not, okay, listen, if I'm playing in a contest right. or playing a game or something and I win a belt buckle, I'm not going to be like, damn it, I, l- I won this? This is ass. No. <laughs> but I'm so like, you I wouldn't get excited. I wouldn't sign up for the contest with the potential to win the belt buckle because I don't even wear belts, bro. Like, but you would sign up for it for a WWE belt? Well, yeah, because I would wear that. Oh, like, you would wear that around? <laughs> Grocery shopping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so the what? Uh, we, we should get that, and that's how we should promote it. We should just have him walk what? around H-E-B Be, with his big old... <laughs> off topic. The big other day, bell. driving home from work or driving to lunch or whatever, it's like, this was uh, last week or the week before when it was like 107 or something. This dude's walking down the street wearing like a ball cap, like a regular, like... Hat. And nothing else? No shirt. Okay. He had a a cape on. Oh. He had a cape. A cape. He's wearing, like, red shorts and a WWE belt. No shit. Nice. Grown man. Like, with a beard. Now, do you think if he goes somewhere, that counts as a shirt? A cape? Yeah. I mean. Like, if he goes to a place with, like, oh, no shirt, no shoes, no service. Then he can just close it. Right. Do you think that's appropriate? I think so, if he can close it. Yeah, right. I mean, as long as the nips aren't out. Like, like you just close it and just have, and just, like, one arm everything. (laughs) 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 This is holding it closed. One little arm pokes out. (laughs) This is how I do things. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I agree. So right, anyway. you're on the <laughs> WWE belt. <laughs> you're on okay. the WWE belt. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. As opposed to the belt buckle. Uh, well, I mean, I'm again. I'm not saying the belt buckle is a bad thing, but I like in there. But this is Texas. A lot of people are going to be excited for. A belt I was buckle. thinking Maybe. it's very Texas. Yeah. Also, we could get some construction paper That's and cut it out like a belt buckle or like a WWE belt, and just like. Velcro the belt buckle on there. I feel like the belt buckle would rip it if you tried to put that on. It's the best of both worlds, though. Combine. Yeah. What if we went to a fabric store and bought some vinyl and cut the shape and then, like, like oh. cut holes in it where you can just attach the belt buckle? Obviously, it'll come off. Yeah, so it's a WWE belt with the belt buckle inside With the it. actual functional belt buckle. Yeah. That you can wear and Honestly, not. You wear the belt buckle down that here. That you can and then you WWE <laughs> yeah. belt up here. But that way. <laughs> the whole. Yeah. Like, oh, this one's here. I'm to double down. That today. way you can walk down the street wearing your prize and not end up a conversation on a podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah. I like that idea. Or. It's just that's how we we hand it off is with the vinyl belt, and then you know they can do whatever they want with it. If they're more of a the belt buckle person, they can remove it. If they're more of the WWE belt, they can just keep it. But for that, we're doubling the price, realistically. With a piece of uh, vinyl, dude. What if the belt buckle was not a buckle at all? What if it was a fly reel? So it's like a belt buckle with a spinner on it. Oh. Yeah, what if it's like... It's like we're getting too fancy. We could do a championship ring. talking about getting a belt buckle forged and my fly reel belt buckle is too fancy. <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, just taking an actual fly reel <laughs> and making a belt buckle out of it. Like tape? 
Sure. Like duct tape on a belt? Yeah. <laughs> it's an iron fly, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it, right? <laughs> the iron fly. It's a, yeah, we should just hodgepodge a trophy together. <laughs> Everything needs to be, be put together. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. We'll just or make a trophy out of Legos. Or we just go get some Rust-Oleum gold mm. and then just go, I don't know, spray paint a fly. Gold. Why don't you just tie a gold fly? Because I, I want it to be obvious that it's fancy. And the only <laughs> way you <laughs> see that. My spray painting is <laughs> <yes>. spray painting. <laughs> Every ounce of it needs to be gold. It's going to be like this beautiful fly that was like had some nice like flow to it. It's going to be stiff. Yeah, it's <laughs> going to be like the hackles are going to be straight back. <laughs> the rubber legs. <laughs> it's just like straight up. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's the way to do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> listeners, if you all have any input on this, I'll give you about two weeks to message me on Instagram. If you're going to compete, let me know what prize you'd rather win. I'm honestly more interested in working with the belt buckle company because they were like, oh, we can do your logo. It'll be custom. And they're like, oh, what did you guys they, are doing is awesome. Do they offer any kind of discounts? I think they might help us out. I think we're still going to pay something. Because if I was had the potential to sell you something, I'd be excited too. Yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but also the WWE belt company had the opportunity to sell something. They were ba- basically kind of like... Go to the website. They gave you a discount. 10%. That's like, I could have signed up for their email list on the website and got 10%. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, guess who we're not working with now? <laughs> actually, now we have to add 10%. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. We have to add 10% to make up for the customers we lost because <laughs> all three Honey Hole listeners. No, I'm, it's a joke. <laughs> hey, Aiden. <laughs> Hi, Aiden. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, that's not a joke. <laughs> yeah, I don't think my mom listens. Mine does. Oh, yours does. I was going to yeah, ask, does she listen? She does. What does she think? Um, I don't know. You don't she know? Listens cause she listens because she'll always ask, why haven't you guys done an episode in a while? Man, <laughs> <laughs> no. your mom's even putting you on blast. Yeah. It's not me. This isn't my podcast. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I came here to talk about fly fishing. I've learned a lot about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but not Zach so learned. about fly okay, fishing. Okay, no, no. You learned a lot about baseball, and he learned about fly fishing today. Healing. Here's the difference. I don't care about baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care about killing flies properly? I mean, I didn't know about the name. I guess now it, my life is better. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be so positive. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can be negative if you want to. It feels good sometimes. <laughs> Before we go, uh-huh. we need to hear about your bus driving update. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. A, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a bus driver. Okay, but talk. <laughs> <laughs> talk us through the test, like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I want to know about the test. <laughs> All right, so because you like really hyped it up, like it was like this big deal. No, it was a big deal. <laughs> There's three different parts. At each part, you're like, did I did I pass? Do we get to go on? You know, and so uh, you know, so we start, and there's three parts. There's a pre-trip, uh, maneuvers, and then like a daily, like a driving around. You know. And uh, for the pre-trip, they give out these flashcards. And, like, these are, like, the infamous cards that while I've been going through training, they're, like, the day of the test, they're going to hand you some index cards, and you're going to randomly draw one, and that tells you what type of test you're going to do. 
you know. So I drew my infamous card, and he's like, all right. And he doesn't say anything else. He's like, let's get going. And so what that means essentially is the things I have to point out on the bus, like one card is you have to do the entire pre-trip. One card is you have to do the side, the back, and the inside. So you, when you drew the card, did you know what you had to do, or did they tell you? So on the card, it, it doesn't say anything. It just has like A, B, C, D, E, right? And um, he has a piece of paper that tells him like, okay, if he draws, like I drew B. And it's like, okay, B is this, this, and this, you know. So I didn't have to do under the hood inspection. But with the antis- or the, the thought that if you get there and you don't know what you're going to have to do, you should know all of it, you know. Okay, so you have to know how to pass A through Everything. E. Everything. But they cards, only test you on one-fifth of. Well, no, no, no. Like one card could be everything. Like, my card was everything except for under the hood. Okay. Right? Okay, I and understand. It's just, and because you have 45 minutes to complete your pre-trip. So I had 45 minutes from the time we start to the time I finish my air brake test. And so if you don't have to do one chunk of it, it's kind of nice. You kind of save a little bit on your time, you know. Um, but, like, my time has been right around, like, 37, 38 minutes for everything. So I was I was confident yeah. no matter what. Um. So, yeah, so we're doing that. I ace that. We get inside. I do, like, the passenger safety inspections. I have to open up all the emergency windows and hatches (coughs) and stuff. And um, then you have to do your cabin inspection, which is, like, all the buttons and stuff. You have to make sure your lights work. And then you have to do the air brake test, which is pass-fail. And so, like, if you you say one thing wrong, you fail. But I I did all that. And I was like, did I pass? Did I pass? And he's like, yep, we did. We get all maneuvers. And so I did maneuvers. So he was, like, keeping it a secret. You had to pry it out of him. Like, did I pass? Well, I think I was, like, just just excited because I'm, like, oh, because I was a little nervous before. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been practicing and studying for, like, a month. And he was, know? like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I maybe, don't know. No. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and so then we did maneuvers. And when you draw your card, it also means what side maneuvers you have to do. So you have to do three things. Straight back, offset backing, and a parallel park on either, like, one side. You know, so my card was straight back, parallel park to my blind side, right? So like, or not parallel park, um, offset backing. I was going to say, God damn, that's and, and parallel then, park a bus? Yeah, so I had a parallel park, but I had the driver's side. So I parallel parked that way, and I did oh, all you, three of those. You did parallel yeah, park? Yeah, you have oh, to. I didn't know that and was. You can't, you can't, they build like a little cone <laughs> barrier, and if you bust the barrier, you're done. You go home. You have wow. to retake the whole test again? It, so out of the three sections, you only have to redo... Or start where you failed. So, like, I wouldn't have to do my pre-trip again. I would just start with maneuvers okay. and then go do the driving portion. So, we did the other two. And then he's like, all right, let's get going. You know, so we, we're driving around, driving around, and uh, I'm nailing everything. I'm like, I'm doing it, right? And then me and him start chatting. We're talking about Bojangles. And uh, he's <laughs> like, because <laughs> we drove past it. You Sounds know? like a pretty serious <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah, So because we, we drove past it on the way. And, uh, and he's like, all right, turn left here. And I get all the way to the left lane, right? And he's like, you know, you're in the wrong lane, right? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, oh man, because in a bus, you you need to be in the outside lane if you're turning left, right? Like, you want to be where you have the largest arc to turn. Yeah, I understand. And so, um, where we were at was a pretty big intersection, and I had enough room, and I just totally didn't read the signs and just got in the left lane, you know. And so I asked him, I was kind of because like we were almost done with the driving portion. I was like. Is that like a point deduction or is that like a, you know, like a, like an automatic failure? He's like, it's just a point deduction. But as we're driving, he's like, man, he was like, that was like, uh, that was like the one big mess up on like a pretty much perfect score. And I was like, oh, man, so I was good. So I passed everything. And, so and talk about stings. I know. 
You would have been great, but she did that. She did that yeah. one thing. Best score of the year, except for that one thing, you know. But uh, so I go next week to to finish the tournament thing and to be DMV. And you get a license. And I get a license. Nice. So yeah, so it was cool. It's kind of nice to finally be have everything behind me with it because it was like it took longer than I thought it was going to, and a lot of time. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm glad to have it behind me, and it's nice to have, you know. But that's it. So. Yeah. What was the most nerve wracking part for you? What part of the test? Um, maneuvers, because the day before I went for a refresher, and I don't know what it was, but I just had like a funk about uh, parallel parking, and like the first time I learned how to parallel park, I hit it right. I was doing everything right because you have these like big spots that you know like when to turn. And uh, the day before my test, for whatever reason, I was off a little bit. And I had to, like, pull back and forward. And you're only allowed two pullouts to reset yourself. And you're only really allowed to, like, go, like, squeeze. You can't, like, like you have to kind of, like, in and boom, you know. And so I was a little nervous because of that. But I ended up knocking it out. Okay, nice. Yeah. So nice. It was good. I'm glad to, be, glad to be done. Congratulations, Congrats. man. Thank you, guys. Yep. Was it worth it? We'll find out. No, I do. I, I love coaching. Um, <coughs> it, it There's something to be said about building that kind of relationship with students. And so it's really neat. This was a coaching requirement. It is. Yep, every coach has to have their CDL. And, um, it, you know, like obviously, you know, extra money is great and all that. But there is something to be said about kids who want to be a part of something and being there versus like in the classroom versus like most kids that like to go to school they want to be there but it's also not their favorite thing mm-hmm. but when it comes to playing a sport or like doing an activity they really want to be there most kids like to go to school yeah like and not because of learning learning but being around their friends right okay Things have changed in the last 10 years. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think uh, COVID was a good social experiment for that. Yeah. Because yeah, right. kids say, oh, I don't want to be at school. But really, they want to be with their friends right. and they want to be socially available. They just don't necessarily like going to class. Right. And then COVID really proved that. The kids really couldn't just handle being at home. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not doubting it. Yeah. I'm not doubting it. Now, oh, do kids really like to learn? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that, right? Okay, but that yeah. most most enjoy going to school because they get to see their friends. It's a hangout, you know. It's the social aspect, honestly, is a huge part of going to school. Yeah, I didn't think I liked going to school, but now like, I I want to go back. <laughs> I want to yeah. go back to high school, bro. <laughs> it was so much fun. Now that I like think about it, being older. Yeah, not to worry about taxes. Yeah, yeah, taxes yeah. or some laws, like all sorts of stuff. Just wrap it up. We're at one twenty. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for joining us yeah. today on the Honey Hole Hangout Podcast. Yeah. We really enjoyed you being with us. Yeah, it was good. Hopefully you, s- you see you us, but maybe you won't. Well, if you see us in public, please say. I meant on YouTube. Oh, on oh, YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking on in public, If you, s- I kind of like a little celebrity moment like Zach had. Like, yeah. hey, are you Landon from Honey Hole? And yeah. like everybody around is like, oh, who's Landon from Honey Hole? This guy's See, like a celebrity. What's cool now is since you never post pictures on Instagram, people will know what your face looks like. That's right. Yeah, except That's for true. Landon's Life List. Go like and follow. Oh, I haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah, Landon's Life List. Landon's Life List. We should, like, cut this and move it into the gap. 
That's a lot. That's a lot of moving. That's a lot of moving. Okay, go on. We're just going to keep it going. So I started an Instagram page like I don't need another one because I already barely post a honey hole as it is. All it is, it's called Landon's Life List. And anytime I'm going to post every species of fish I've caught on the fly to Landon's Life List. And I'm only going to post that species once. So it's literally only going to be new species that I catch. Right now I've posted four. When I get a free 10 to 15 minutes every couple of days, I've been posting. So if you guys want to follow and keep track of the species of fish that I've caught on the fly, it's going to be on Landon's Life List on Instagram. Surprisingly, I have quite a few followers. I'm honestly... I'm not doing it for the followers. I'm doing it for me to keep track of species that I've caught. More of like a fun little thing for me to do. But I am honestly surprised by the amount of people that are following that page already. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So, everybody, thanks for listening. (laughs) And watching. And watching. watching. We really appreciate it. I'm watching now. I know. This is... This is nerve-wracking. <laughs> we'll see how this turns out. We're trying to software out to see if we can do this thing on video. Yeah. Video? I'm not, uh, and I, I did know. learn that this software does live streaming, too. So if we can really learn the software. <laughs> live streaming would be cool. We can, if we can really learn the software, we can incorporate <laughs> into live streaming. We'd really have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That's probably not, it. not with me. I'll, I'll lock my We already had to cut 20 minutes off this episode. Yeah. So, That's yeah. Just 10. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 10. Yeah. It's well, always my fault. Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening and, and watching. watching. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace. Look in the description below to find links to our website, online store, YouTube channel, Facebook, yeah. Instagram, TikTok, Discord server, and blog. Please send your podcast questions and inquiries to info at honeyholeangling.com. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you again next week.